for some of you guys coming up, you may be wondering what the difference is between children's ministry or Awana or whatever you've been doing and, and youth ministry. And so really the way I like to look at it is in youth ministry, we like take off the training wheels. Okay. Like I think of children's ministry, like, and I remember whenever I was a kid, uh, children's ministry was all like VeggieTales movies and stuff. And it's gotten a lot better since then. But I think that like up to this point in your churching life, You've been learning about the Bible. You've been learning Bible stories. You've been working on memorizing uh, scripture verses and everything. And all of that is great. And it sets, a, it sets a great foundation for what God has what God has designed for your life to be. But youth is about putting what you've learned into action. Okay? And, and I understand that for some of you guys that might scare you a little bit. And, and I promise you it's not like day one of youth we're going to take you out to like talk to random people on the street about Jesus. Okay. Like, but it's all about training you to be people who share the gospel in the way that Jesus has described for us to be. And so, you know, when, when people look at the youth ministry, they see a lot of fun, right? They see the mystery events. They see the gym time. They see like the silly games. Um, they see all that stuff. And they think that youth ministry is just all like all fun and just everyone goofing off and everything. But what they don't see is the impact that we are trying to make for the kingdom of God. And so what youth ministry is for is to take all that stuff that you've been learning in children's ministry. And even to some extent, I mean, if you come to Sunday school in here, we do a lot of that same stuff, right? We do a lot of learning about Bible characters and learning about Bible stories. And we take all that knowledge, we take all this stuff we've been working on, and we put it into practice to be the people that God has called us to be. So, <clears throat> you know, I was thinking of what we could talk about tonight. And I really thought that we should ask a question. So the question that I want to ask tonight that I'm going to answer myself, I know I love asking my own question and then answering it, but whatever, is why, why should we even go to church? As Christians, as believers in God, why should we attend church? Why is it important? What's the point? Can't, you know, I, I hear people say this to me all the time. They're like, can I just stay home and read my Bible on Sunday and that like counts as going to church. Like, okay. You could like, if you're going to be really weird about it, yes, but the church serves a super important purpose in the life of a believer. And, and if you look in the book of Acts and if you've never read the book of Acts, you should, because it's really all about the church and how it came to be and how it serves its purpose. Uh, <clears throat> In, it serves the purpose that God has laid out for it, that Jesus ordained. And so if we look at Acts 2, verse 42, it talks about what the church is supposed to do. It says, They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe, and many wonders and miraculous signs were done by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. Selling their possessions and goods, they gave to anyone who had need, every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes. They ate together and with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. And, you know, whenever I look at this, 
and I think about the role that the church has in the life of a believer, I think that God designed the church. He created the church to be a place devoted to worshiping him. Right, like when we look at the Old Testament and we look at the temple, and this was a place to worship God. And so I think he took that structure and he moved it to the church. Okay, so when we come to church, we view it as this place that is designed for us to be devoted to God and to devote our time and our attention to God. But I think the cool thing about the church, rather than the temple of the Old Testament, but the church is designed to be more than just a location. It's designed to be more than just a building. It's designed to be the people. The church of Christ is not a building. The First Baptist Church of Lowell is not these buildings. It's the people. It was meant to be a group of people with common... It says they were all the same. They had all things in common. They were people who loved God and wanted to serve him. And they had that in common. They were people with the same mission. And that was to proclaim the name of Jesus throughout Judea and Samaria and the ends of the earth. And if we look in 1 Corinthians 12, which honestly is is realistically one of my favorite, favorite, favorite passages of scripture, because it really lays out the foundation for what the church, uh, what the church is supposed to be. We see in 1 Corinthians 12, 12, it says the body is a unit, though it is made up of many parts and through all of its parts, they form one body. So it is with Christ. We were all baptized by one spirit into the body, whether Jew or Greek, slave or free. We were all given the one spirit to drink. Now the body is made up, not made up of one part. uh, And then it goes on to say, but it is rather made up of many parts. And we're called, if you guys don't understand what this is. What this means is when you become a Christian, God fills you with the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit gives you spiritual gifts. Okay, And we could go into a series on spiritual gifts. And I don't want to do that tonight. But just know that when you, when you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, the Holy Spirit gives you gifts designed to serve his kingdom. And what the body of God is and what what 1 Corinthians 12 is telling us is that God has ordained and he has designed and he has planned for each and every one of you in here to be a functioning body part in the body of this church. And he has given you each a specific skill set, a specific spiritual gift to serve in the function of this body. And so whenever I look at my body and I look at my finger and my thumb that can like grip things, okay, and pick stuff up, it makes sense that my fingers have joints where they do and that my thumb is where it is on my hand. And I look at my foot and I look at the way it's designed and the way my toes are and the way that they don't really bend as well as my fingers do. And it's designed for me to walk on, right, to be more stable. I look at my knee, I look at my elbow, my shoulder, my neck, my head, my, my chest, like my, my heart. You know, you look at everything about your body, every single piece works differently, But it all works together to form one body. And so if we look at the church in the same way. Yeah, you may be really different than this one kid who's super loud and outgoing and and wants to get up and teach on Wednesday nights. Like that was me whenever I was in youth. Like I was really loud and like 
and wanted to be in front of everyone. But maybe you're more reserved and you like to serve. You like to do stuff behind the scenes. Maybe instead of being a mouth, you're a hand. That doesn't mean that you're bad. It just means that you're designed to serve the body of Christ in a different way. And I look around this youth group and I look around this church and I can honestly say that without any single one of you, if any one person was removed from this group right now, the body wouldn't be the same. It would be like a human body missing a part. God desires for each of us to be in the church because he's designed the church to need us. And he's designed the church to be us. So one, the first reason you should go to church is because God designed it to be a body. The second thing is he designed it for us to be encouraging to one another as believers. Guys, we don't just come to church for ourselves. Like, I mean, that sounds great. Like, okay, I come to, to better my spirituality, to like be a better Christian and learn more about God. But if we made church all about ourselves, if we came to church just for ourselves, church would be a very selfish activity. We come to church for God first, but we come to church for other people. If you read there, multiple times it talked about they met together for fellowship, which is what I consider games. All right. Like that's what I consider. To me, I'm like fellowship is like playing a game with someone and hanging out. Right. So that's fellowship. But then it also talks about breaking bread, which is basically eating with someone. You want to get to know someone, have a meal with them. Like the, the, the disciples, the apostles in the early church, they weren't so much consumed with like coming to church so they were going to become super spiritual. Like, yes, that was part of it. But it was all about building relationships. It was about doing things together with the other Christians. We're here to, to be with each other, to go through this Christian life together, to share experiences with one another. Like there's times, and, and, and I'm sure we'll all get to experience this. It's been really rough since I got here because we've been really limited in what we can and can't do. But we will get to go on trips together and we'll get to go like on mission trips together and camp trips together and denounce together. And I promise you guys, it won't take long before you guys start having like inside jokes. And then like two years later, you'll be sitting here and you'll be like, hey, hey, penguin. <laughs> and like everyone else will be like, penguin, what in the world? Like, but you'll know because like two years ago at camp, something funny about a penguin happened. Like, I don't know. Like, uh, but the Christian life and, and doing church as a youth group or as a church group is all about being together, sharing experiences and encouraging one another. I look at Hebrews 10, 25, and it says, it's talking about the importance of church. It says, not neglecting to meet together as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. And it talks about how, how this, this day where Christ will return is ever drawing near. Like, we don't know when that is. It could be tomorrow. It could be a thousand years from now. We do not know. But every single second brings us closer to that moment, right? And so as we do that, we are to design to encourage one another and be together with one another. Church doesn't just help us each grow spiritually, but it provides us the opportunity to help others grow spiritually. So first, the church is designed by God to be the body of Christ, and we have to play our role. Second... 
it's designed for us to encourage one another and to go through it together. But third and finally, we're called to attend church because it's a spiritual discipline. And when I talk about spiritual discipline, I'm not talking about like God spanking you, like not that kind of discipline. Okay, we're talking about like being disciplined in like I'm an for for those of you guys who don't know in here, I grew up and I was like a big time athlete. Like I played lots of sports. And so when you talk about having discipline, it's like when you're playing defense and you have your spot that you're supposed to defend. Like you, even if you feel the urge to go like help in another place. You have to have discipline to stay where you are, to guard your space, to do your job. And so it's that kind of discipline. And, 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 and you guys will learn this very quickly if you're in here for any amount of time, is I'm really big into spiritual discipline because I think it's the most important aspect of a believer's life. Without spiritual discipline, we're all just a bunch of unfit wannabes trying to serve God. We have to have spiritual discipline in our lives to be used by God, to grow in our relationship with him. Another big thing, and you guys hear me say this all the time, and I want you guys to hear this. If you hear nothing else from me tonight, I want you to hear this right now. God has a plan for each and every one of your lives. God has designed, he knows you, and he has designed and created a plan for your life. And if you are not doing the things that it takes to be spiritually disciplined then you're not doing the things that it takes to follow God's plan for your life. If you don't have a time in the day that you spend in prayer with God daily, you need to find one. And, and, and I don't care if that starts with, like, I set an alarm at 8 p.m. and it goes off and I just go, God, thank you for today. Amen. Like, if that's where you're at, like, just do that. Like, that's a start. If it's an alarm goes off at 8 o'clock and you stop for 10 minutes to pray to God, if you're at that point, that's awesome. But make a time to pray daily to God. That's a discipline. That's a spiritual discipline. If you don't have time in your day that you spend in God's word, reading a Bible, memorizing a scripture or something like that, you need to find one. And again, I don't care what that is. If that's like... An alarm goes off and you go, okay, I'm going to memorize Jesus wept. Like, I don't care like how small you start, where you're at. You need to start creating these disciplines. You need to find a time to be in God's word daily. If you don't come to church regularly, you need to find a church and get plugged in. And and notice right there, I didn't say you need to come to this church. I would love for any and all of you guys that are in here to come be a part of this church. To come be a part of this youth group and grow with us and do ministry with us. But if this isn't the right fit for you, if you come here and you're just like, man, this doesn't feel right. And you go to a different church and you just really click with that youth ministry. My goodness, go be a part of that if it's going to cause you to grow spiritually more. I'm not going to be someone who ever tells you you need to attend a specific church. But if you don't attend church regularly, you need to find a church and get plugged in so that you can do these things we're talking about. Be spiritually disciplined. Be in a place where you can encourage other believers and be a part of the body of Christ. But without our spiritual disciplines, like praying, reading our Bible, going to church, we're not prepared to be used by God. And in our lives, and I promise you this, and the older you get, the more you will see this, like especially looking back. But God is going to create opportunities in your life to be used by him. 
There will be opportunities, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. There will be times in your life where God plans to use you. And you will be in a situation, and you, in the moment you may or may not realize it, but at some time you will realize that in this moment God was wanting to use me to do this. And if you are not spiritually disciplined, if you are not doing the things it takes to be spiritually disciplined, then you're not going to be ready or prepared or trained on how to handle yourself in these situations that God puts you in. And so if you're looking at me up here as the youth pastor and as the youth leader of this group, and I'm not just someone who just wants to sit here and talk to you guys for 30 minutes once a week. Like, I want to be someone who is your personal spiritual trainer, right? I want to help you guys be disciplined. If you need to talk to me about something, come talk to me about something. If you need someone to say like, hey, man, I really need to have a, I need to read my Bible every day. Can you talk to me every Sunday and see how many times I read my Bible? Kind of help me stay accountable for reading my Bible. I'm here for you for that. Like I'm here to try to help you guys grow in your spiritual discipline. And I strive to push you. And, and, and I realize that sometimes when I push you guys and I put you in situations that make you feel uncomfortable or make you feel awkward, like understand that what I'm trying to do in those moments is I'm trying to help you find your role in the body of Christ. Because sometimes we have to try, like, I, I imagine like when God was assembling the first human, he was like putting fingers where the toes were. And he's like, oh, that doesn't work. That's just freaky looking. And then like he takes the finger back off and he puts it on the hand. He's like, oh, that works a lot better. You know, and then he puts like a foot like growing out of your elbow. And he's like, oh, no, that's not right. Like, is it to lean on or something? Like what in the world? But, and like, I imagine that they're like, I'm God probably didn't do this, okay? But, but I imagine that like there was this trial and error of figuring out where all the body parts were supposed to go to make the body the best it could be. And realize that growing up and going through a youth group is a lot like that. You're going to have to try and put yourself in a lot of different positions to find your role. To find the spot that you're supposed to serve God. And so, so I'm gonna, I, I say this all tonight to say, you need to be in church. And, and like I said, I would love, love, love for you guys to come be a part of this youth group Wednesday night. Hang out with us, play games with us, learn with us, grow with us. I would love that. But, if, but whatever is best for you spiritually, whatever church is best for you spiritually, that's where you need to be. Because what I care about is your spirituality and your spiritual growth. I don't care about number of kids and stuff like that. I care about you guys and I love you guys and I want what's best for you. And so tonight I'm not making a push for you to attend this church, but I am making a push for you to attend a church. It's important for you to find your role in the body of Christ, how to serve God, to be around other believers who you can encourage and who can encourage you. And three, to be spiritually disciplined so that you can serve God in the role that he has designed and called you to be served in. I'm going to pray for you guys and then we're, we've got a couple more fun things to do. God, thank you so much for tonight. I thank you so much for all these students that are here. And I thank you for the opportunity for our guests to be in here tonight. And I just pray that you would just work a miraculous work in their lives, God. That you would open their hearts to see your goodness that you would prepare them to be people who serve your kingdom, God. 
I pray for all the students in here that you would open their hearts to the way that you have called them to live their life, the plan that you have set forth for them. And I pray that you would help them to take that bold step and follow you. It may be uncomfortable at times. It may be awkward to try out different things. But ultimately, God, I pray that you would reveal their role in the body of Christ to serve your kingdom. God, I pray that you would just be with this group as we continue to meet, as we continue to grow together, that we would just love one another and be a group that is solely on fire for you and has a, has a solid mission that we are focused on in serving your kingdom, God. I pray that you bless these students as we go from here, as they go back into their schools, their homes, their everyday lives. God, I pray that you would bless them, give them the strength to be spiritually disciplined to serve you, to follow after you, God. Pray a special blessing on them as they go from here. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.